Payne County and the world. Welcome to a, another installment of the greatest priest radio show in Payne County, America. I'm here in the station at Pete FM with Father Brian O'Brien. <laughs> That's not Father Brian O'Brien. I'm Father Kerry Wakulich, the pastor of St. John Catholic Student Center, uh, staring out onto the campus of Oklahoma State University on the corner of Miller and Knobloch. Uh, keep us in your prayers, please, because uh, we, uh, we're moving, moving, moving forward on the demolition of our building, June 1, our new, our, and then we're building a new church and student center. So keep us in your prayers. Father Brian O'Brien is not here today. As you can tell from the giggling, that was, that was not Jay just queuing up a laugh track. That was actually the Clayla's laughter. Uh, well, hi, hey, you two. Hello. This, hey, so, uh, so this couple, I'll introduce them in a second. They're just a known around the St. John Catholic Student Center as Clayla because the name sort of, um, is that right? Clayla? Isn't that what people call yes. it? Yes. Yes. Would you agree with that? Clayla, too? Yeah, they, they fit together. They fit they fit together. Like, <laughs> yep, they fit together so well. Uh, so today on, uh, on this uh, podcast and radio show, we have, we're going to, we're going to talk about something. We're going to talk about dating in college, how to, how to find your, uh, your soulmate, how to find your spouse, how to find your future other, of which there was none for me, none <laughs> for me, uh, father, you know, be, what, uh, this was a high school student, so Bishop Kelly would say, well, uh, what, what about your, uh, your soulmate? What if, uh, what if you missed out on your soulmate? I was like, well, she is looking for me, and I ghosted her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we wanted to, we, we wanted to uh, at, at, you know, it's spring is in the air, and people are getting hitched. And there's like, I don't know, what? How many couples do you know that are getting married this year? I think we're going to at least five weddings. At least five weddings? If not more. This summer, yeah. Of Catholic people or just non-Catholic people? People in general. Just pe- just general people? General people, Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All over the country or just in the greatest town in Oklahoma, which is Stillwater? Some in Texas. Ooh, boo! <laughs> Texas horns down! But my sister is in October, which is in Monterey, California. Oh, come on, really? You can't <laughs> yeah. throw that one out. <laughs> oh, we're going to Monterey for you a know, wedding. One of the places I, I lived. The one of the places you've lived. <laughs> Along okay. with Spain. Yeah. And we'll get to Korea. that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Okay. So you all, uh, I, I just, uh, one, I want the good people of God to hear how old you are. How old are you, Kayla? I'm 22. 22. Clay Furley, how old are you? 24. 24. Older man. <laughs> so you, tell me, tell me, he was an, he was a high school senior and you were a sophomore, or let me, let me, you were a junior in high school, and he was a freshman in college when he swooped in oh to gosh. steal your heart. Which one was it? Um, neither. What? As cute as that would be. <laughs> as cute and as creepy as that would be. <laughs> okay, t- tell the good people of God, like, okay, how you're you're 22 and 24 years old, Clay. Where where the where'd y'all meet? We met at a intramural volleyball game. Officially, we had like seen each other before that around the student center yeah st john and uh but we officially met when my good friends adam and matt wrote me into going to a sand volleyball game at the end of the summer oh <laughs> and then 
Kayla came, happened to be there to watch. <laughs> to watch? Did you? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Was she there to watch you spike on people? Because since you're like six foot three, she was um, like, I would just want to see him smash people in the face with a volleyball. I was not there for him. I was there for his friend Matt. <laughs> oh, twirling your hair as you said that. Yeah. Well, Matt dodged a bullet. <laughs> yeah, I had a crush on him at the time. Um, Are you just finding this out right now on the radio? No, I knew. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And where's Matt now? Tell me Matt and you are no longer Matt, friends and your arch enemies. <laughs> no, I call Matt every week. He's, uh, he was my, he was my uh, NCAA bubble contact because <laughs> oh, really? he works for Gonzaga basketball. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And they lost. <laughs> they yeah. lost. They made it to the end and then they got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> they got crushed. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so y'all met at... This this volleyball game, intramural college volleyball game. Um, not no no professionals there, no NCAA violations. And so, then what, what, like, what do you do then? Like, you did you immediately see him there, and he was you know he he was tall and lanky and had a muscle shirt on. You're like that guy has a great collarbone. I and those the skinny arms and bones, oh just gosh. rib cage ribs just sticking out. You saw that, and you were like. <laughs> can't stop the feeling okay so um, no i mean we truly were just friends first um just got to know each other through saint john's um and began to develop a friendship just through mutual friends so uh, is that is that the beginnings of usually a like of marriage is or dating is to become friends with someone and just like hang out and get to know them or like get to know them by just stalking them on social media which which one is a preferable <laughs> one clay the first one although they don't have to be friends in a friend group first like you could like ask someone out you barely know i think it happened with us we were friends but like i only asked her out when or began to show interest in her and like pursue her when i did start to see her as you know, someone I liked. But how do you know that she, like, you're like, I'm going to pursue this girl. How, how do you know that there's some, uh, like, non-civil law repercussions involved in pursuing her? Like, I, I, what's the tell signs besides, you know, her glowing pigment? She just, like, <laughs> when she gets embarrassed, she turns bright red. Okay, so how, how do you know? I mean, you just got to shoot your shot, really. <laughs> you just got to go. Yeah, you just got to do it. I mean... If you if you if you just wait and let it like foster and like culminate, it's just like you're not doing anyone any favors. You're just sitting there, and eventually she'll probably know, and then feel awkward <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're around her because she knows that, and you know that she knows that you like her. <laughs> Are you- <laughs> You know that she knows that you like her, and then what, from the girl's perspective, what oh, is this? Is it just weird? I mean, like when uh, you know when Clay was like, I mean, how did you know Clay liked you? Um, he began to make it apparent. How, um, how did he make it apparent? Did he? <laughs> um, the moment that I definitely knew was we were driving around with some friends, and we were both in the back um Uh-oh. and he like come on stretched. whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no 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 this is an to come, to come full circle 
Uh, Did you use my pickup line that where you like you point you know the distance between this shoulder and your spinal cord is the same distance between your spinal cord and the other shoulder, <laughs> or did you do no. the classic one like hey I left my rosary at home can I borrow your fingers? No, I just I just put my arm around her. But you staked your claim. You are like oh. <laughs> Matt Matt was in the back seat of the car with us. <laughs> <laughs> and did whoa 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 wait. Did were you still liking Matt at this time? Oh no. You had passed on Matt. Definitely. Um the more I got to know Clay, the more I realized that um we were much more compatible than Matt and I were. Um Okay. But yeah, he just kind of stretched and then all of a sudden like his arm was around me. And, you, um, and <laughs> what was your what was your thought? Oh, I was so happy. You were um, so happy? Because I liked him before he liked me. Um so I was excited that um, maybe he had picked up on my signals and um, was interested in reciprocating them. And that is why I'm celibate. Never picked up on a signal. <laughs> <laughs> Except the go away signal. <laughs> yeah, but one thing I appreciated was it wasn't long after he started showing those signals that he actually asked me on a date. Um, Whoa. So um, he what definitely, was, like you said, took action. Uh-huh. What was your all's first date? Clay, go ahead. We got ice cream at Brahms. Oh, and then classic, classic. We Oklahoma went on a walk <laughs> yeah, at Couch Park in Stillwater. At, at Couch Park? Mm hmm. Wait, at night or during the no, summer? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> during, during the middle of the day. Oh, during the middle of the day. Okay, good. Yeah. It's like, at night. <laughs> <laughs> Jay said, creepy. Hey, <laughs> uh, you want to go over to Couch Park and walk around in the dark? No. <laughs> oh, me neither. <laughs> me neither. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I was I was just making some, I'm at the daytime. Like, oh, the daytime. That sounds great. That's me impersonating your voice. I'm pretty good. Great. At it. Good job. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that so the first date, what did it go? Excellent, okay, or you were like, Wow, this guy's gonna have to step up his game. Um, I would say excellent. <laughs> what 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 was excellent about it? Um I knew his intentions. I knew that we were going on a date. Um, and we had the opportunity to just talk and like get to know each other better in a more intentional way. Um, and I think it was a good time limit as well. Um, like we got food and then we did an activity. Um, so it was long, but not too long. And then it was what, about an hour and a half, two hours? And then you brought it to an end. Mm-hmm. I think so. Took her back to her place, opened the door for her, or looked across. Did you look across the classic, reach across the console, open the door, push it open, be like, see ya. It's funny, I didn't have a car at the time. <laughs> so, so you got the pegs on the bike? It was like a, on a BMX, and you. Jordan uh, threw me, our friend Jordan. Stavro, a Stavro, girl. Stavro, yes. Okay. Like, threw me her keys. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of a confusion. Because we originally were gonna, we're going to take her car. I know it's pretty smooth, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, it like broke down. <laughs> Your car broke down. Oh, I do remember that. That's why you got that mm -hmm. new Nissan. Yeah, my car broke down that day when I was driving up to Stillwater because um, I was out of town that same day. Um, so then my dad had to drive us up to Stillwater, me and my brother. Um, so then I didn't have a car and Clay did not have a car. And we were, were wondering Jordan how did. we were going to go on a date. And she was late to my birthday party. 
I was. Because my car broke down. We were oh, supposed okay. to go on a date after, and then we didn't know how we were going to go on a date because we were carless. Got it. So Jordan saved the day. So Jordan saved the day. So how, how did it go from... I want to date this person or y'all like each other or there's emotions and you know that to I I want to marry this person and I want to help them because the vocation of holy matrimony is I'm helping this person get to heaven and they're helping me like what when, when did that take place man that took a while um at least for me on like my side like I had to like grow up a lot and uh and the way I did that was just like understanding like what uh, I always go back to what, what C.S. Lewis calls the law of undulation. Okay, tell us what that means. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, even know. It's like a big big word. It's just like understanding the ebb and flow of everything in life. It's like some days you really like work and some days you hate it. <laughs> and like some days he works for me, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just like some days, you know, you uh, really enjoy the person you're with. And then some days you don't, you can't, you can't trust, like you can't fully trust the, the passions, your emotions on things. And it's just like coming to the point of like learning. I had to learn that first of all. Oh. And like, not like, just like, acting out of every whim and every passion and which is just a terrible way to live <laughs> i, I want to change from forestry to math <laughs> something <Yeah>. like that <laughs> it was like fire protection the, the math i thought and then the, like my parents talked me down <laughs> and i was like okay probably right and then forestry and then a year later university studies <laughs> <laughs> there you go and yeah. now wife <laughs> yes okay then, so uh, the law of undulation mm-hmm. and then and then understanding like Growing to the point of getting to know Kayla and just like learning who she is and, and knowing like she is great for me. Intellectually, knowing she's great for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Knowing that you're great for her mm-hmm. because you have better than perfect vision and sh- her and I are both legally blind. Yeah, I think, I think uh, it's like two dimen- dimensions to relationship. There's like an emotional side and like, an intellectual like reason side and i think when dating it's really easy to let like the emotions like cloud everything else yeah okay <laughs> and uh i think a lot of mistakes that people make are due because they're just overwhelmed with emotions and they don't taper that back they don't have that emotional temperance mm, yeah brilliant and the so temperance. just learning to like taper that and like look at who i'm dating and I, it comes across in a lot of ways i mean you definitely see it and i definitely see it both working with college students yeah (laughs) and so and then yeah so just learning that and like like putting a name to it too like the law of undulation like what the heck does that mean Uh it's in it's in the screw tape letters chapter eight uh okay but uh and yeah and just like learning who kayla was and like how great she was for me and I can get into that, but I, I talked a lot. Okay, already. go ahead. <laughs> Kayla, tell us. Wh- I, okay, tell the good people of God, college students out there, parents who are listening, people who are like, you know, 25 and maybe even 35 and are still trying to figure out, like, where did you go from, like, I'm dating this person to, well, you know what? Maybe this is a point where I cut it off and we go our separate ways. 
because the end goal of dating is moage, as we all know. Where did you stop, collaborate, and listen? listen. <laughs> I'd back with a brand new edition. Something's got a hold of you tightly, flowing like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Apparently, no. <laughs> okay, so where did that switch take place? Yeah, so for me, it was interesting. Um, as we were dating, I really wanted to receive from God um, a certainty that Clay was the one. Um, that he was my soulmate. And I had this idea that God was going to reveal that to me in prayer. Um, and that didn't happen because in reality... Um, <laughs> that didn't happen? God can do that for some people, but I don't think he does that for most people in my experience and people who I've talked to. Um, and that bothered me for a long time and that made me wonder if um, we were going to get married or we were supposed to get married if I hadn't received that like certainty. Um, in prayer. Um, but I realized that, um, you know, God doesn't just work through speaking to us in silent prayer. Um, he works through actions. Um, and so I had been getting to know this person and getting to know again who he was and who I was around him, um, what traits he brought out in me. And it was through like seeing those things and like living through a relationship also while cultivating a life of prayer um, that I realized that that was my answer not um, a lightning bolt in prayer. But Ooh, like, not a lightning bolt. Yeah, but the lived experience of our relationship that led me toward mm-hmm. um, this is the man I can see being the father of my children. Um, and yeah, he's the man for the job. So, <laughs> Wow. So that, that's where that, that sort of turn took place. Yeah. Whoa. So I would say don't look for that in prayer um, <laughs> because I don't think that's how God speaks to most of us. Um, he can, sp- he, go- he can speak through any way. Of course he's God. Um, but that was my experience. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. This is because I think that's a difficulty with a lot of people right now because they're, they're meeting people on dating apps or they're, you know, they're trying to find that person that they want to be married to, but they're sort of like caught up in the emotions of dating or they're like, oh, I'm I'm too old or I'm too young. There's just this turmoil there. Uh, why, why, why did you all like in the end, I mean, yeah, you're Catholic and you've been raised in your Catholic faith all these years and, you know, you're, you're from, you know, small town, Texas, farmers, <laughs> Farmersville. You're from Farmersville, not Farmers Branch. Nope. And not Farmers Town. Farmersville. Farmersville, Texas. That's like, right. Okay, so as a as a as a Catholic coming out of Podunk, Texas, uh, Farmersville, Texas, like, what made you decide this? Like, w- sacrament of holy matrimony. This is this is what I this is my vocation. Like, this is my path to heaven. I, you know, who helped you with that? Who helped you? Who helped you in like in your family, sort of make that decision? Also, we'll flip it to the other side. Clay Furley, mm-hmm. who you've lived in how many countries? Where'd you go to high school? Went to three high schools. Father. Okay, go on. I uh, I went to Edmond North High School in Edmond, Oklahoma, for a single year. Okay. I went to David Glasgow Farragut High School. 
Where? Huh? In Rota, Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Rota Navy Base, Spain. He was some admiral or something okay. like okay, that. Okay, got it. Uh, we were, coincidentally, our mascot was the admirals. Oh, uh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and then I graduated at f- f- the high school formerly known as George Mason High School, but he owned slaves, so they're changing the name. Good. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, and that's where I graduated. I went there for one year as well. Where is that? It's in Falls Church, Virginia. Oh, Northern Virginia. Yeah, oh. right near D.C. The D.C. <laughs> Metro parking lot plus. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of traffic there. A lot of traffic. <laughs> okay, so now, given given all those, because you're, I mean, mm. you've lived, how many times you moved in your life? Ten. Ten times mm-hmm. in your life. Well, growing up, I, I moved a lot more houses and we won't get into that. But yeah, 10. How many times have you packed times. up all your goods, your household goods and shipped them? Oh someplace? man, I, I haven't counted that. 15? <laughs> yeah, 20? probably. And 15 or 20? By myself, probably close to 20. Because being in college, I moved every year. Yeah, okay. So, but then all those times beforehand. Yeah. So you you didn't see your, um, you saw your dad or your mom more because your dad is Air Force. My mom, my dad still got deployed. He had work trips and I mean when I lived in Oklahoma the first time in Edmond uh, we were there for less than a year my dad was probably gone for 10 of those months whoa yeah so wow okay so now given that sort of situation what how, how did you come to this conclusion that you like m- like sacrament of holy matrimony was right for you. Like your family dynamics, the movements, the sort of different personalities, the different, different, like kind of growing up. I mean, you're, you were what? You were homeschooled. Yes, I was. Okay, good. You were <laughs> public school, but I mean like just uh, bounced around everywhere. Like a, yeah. kind of, um, that's what a military, nomad, a nomad, a gypsy. So how did, how did you all come to this conclusion that, the sacrament of holy matrimony, given all these life experiences, was for you. Yeah. And that you wanted to do this because a lot of people are getting married in barns and fields and underneath bridges. I don't know about underneath bridges, but probably mountaintops. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um, well, I'm lucky to have the example of my parents of what marriage is um, and what a strong marriage and family looks like. Um, so growing up, I've never had reservations about entering marriage. I always saw it as a positive um, covenant of love. Um, And so I knew that was something I wanted to enter into if God called me to it. Um, And I think something that Clay and I have talked about is the trajectory of dating. And as you begin to date and begin to get in a relationship, um, you're kind of on this upward increase of intimacy. Um, You get to know that person emotionally, intellectually, um, you get closer physically. Um, and there gets to a point in that trajectory where you can't go further. You can't keep going Ooh. up unless you take a step towards marriage or you, you know, or you break up and you get off of that trajectory. Um, so fortunately for us, we felt just moving and increasing, like growing closer in all these different ways. Um, and we got to a point where we knew we couldn't continue to progress, um, unless we took that step towards marriage. Um, and both wanted to do that. Um, so that's why I say, you know, don't put it off. Don't plateau. Continue to grow. Continue to take a step because you'll know when you're there. Um, and, yeah, keep moving forward towards your future. 
Yeah, and like Kayla said, I think we're both like very lucky to have parents. Like I have parents that still love each other. I remember sitting in a room with my roommates and a few friends, and uh, they're all talking. This was late at night, and I was the only one in the room whose parents like still loved each other. Whoa. Yeah, and there was six other guys. Well, h- how do you know your parents love each other? Besides <laughs> that they're just... <laughs> you, you can tell for sure. You, you, you know. <laughs> um, you know, they, they, they're just each other's best friends. And uh, I always, my parents, and like, they're just like, it's it's too much at times. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> edited, edited for public radio and for Catholic radio of Oklahoma and for those sweet, sweet ears that are listening um, out there. No, but it's great. And it's like, it's great to see, you know, my parents that still love each other because I know not everyone, most, I'm like most people my age don't have that. And, well, uh, yeah, with a big divorce rate, it's what, over 50%? Over less 50%. Than, less than 55, but more and than then, 50. And then on top of that, parents like one of my friends in the room was like yeah my, my i think my parents are just too old to get a divorce they're, like, they're still together so like there's couples that have fallen out of love and um i think we've both had good examples you know just growing up of what good marriages look like and then on top of that um you know just like like what I was saying before, just like looking at what the situation I have in front of me, you know, and looking at trying to be prudent and look, asking the question, what is the good here? Like more times, like most often, like, I mean, every time until, you know, including now is like the answer is like Kayla. Kayla's the good. And like, she's like the good for me. And so that's, you know, answering that multiple times eventually got me here sweet yeah answering that multiple times so it's not Mm -hmm. just saying it once it's like repeating it over and over again of course just just take that self-examination vocation Mm -hmm. life examination okay in the last couple minutes we got a couple minutes left two or three minutes left this is this is what i want you to do i want you to give high school students and college students like couple nuggets of advice, quick, fast, and in a hurry, bullet points of things they should do and don't do. Hit it. In dating. In dating. One, learn how to date. Look up Jason Everett videos. Like, look up how to date. I know a lot of students, like me included, didn't, weren't explicitly taught how to date. So one, learn how to date. I'll give you some a couple pointers. Uh, one, don't be clouded by your emotion. Look at, try to ask yourself, what is the good of this situation? Okay. Um, don't just be like, oh, she's really pretty and she likes me. This is the right thing to do because it may not be. And uh, just look at it with reason. Um, I'm saying that you can go the other way. You can take emotion out of it and look at it with too much reason. But I think more of a problem is is looking at it with clouded by emotion. Uh-huh. But uh, two, don't wait to ask her out. If you th- if you have, I hear this all the time. There's a few girls I wouldn't mind asking out. A few girls. <laughs> <laughs> then ask one out. <laughs> just just do it. Yeah. Just go. Don't waste time because we talk about the confusion and like the awkwardness of waiting of them finding out because you you tell people no you like them and then the word starts to spread. The word starts to spread. Yeah. So Kayla, what do you got? Give the girls some advice. 
girls, um, be open-minded. So when one of these men gets the courage to ask you on a date and maybe, you know, he isn't the perfect man in your head, give him a chance because you never know. Um, when I met Clay, I was interested in someone else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. That be- so I think a lot of girls, um, you know, we can tend to have a, this picture in our mind of who we want to date. Um, but you never really know who might be the good for you. Um, so be open to that. And then one word I have for couples that are in more of an established relationship is that you should take time to go on intentional dates. Um, don't just hang out, um, do fun things together. It doesn't have to be expensive. It just has to be intentional. Someone has to plan it. Um, so that's what allows relationships to truly grow. Fantastic. Be a, be a holy saintly couple too. Like strive after the great virtues of chastity don't forget your friends either (laughs) oh don't forget your friends that's the worst when college students start dating uh they know they don't want to talk to me anymore they're like "Uh, they're lost so thanks for working for me clay so we get to hang out okay uh well uh, it is a end to wow that was quick my watch stopped working in the middle of the show it's another great episode of the pastors of pain so tune in uh, every uh sunday on pdfm and have a fantastic awesome easter season peace